everybody, and welcome to What's Up With That Bro. It's the podcast we're watching uh, the TV show Lost backwards in reverse order from the last episode to the first episode with Chad, and he's never seen Lost before. What if I told you that I was lying and I actually loved this show? Um, then you're, uh, you're a very good actor because you never seem to be loving this show. <laughs> no, because I've never seen it before we started recording this podcast. And um, another one of your bros on the show, AJ, and today we have a special guest with us. The host of the Midnight Yeti podcast, Matt. Yeah, welcome. Boom. What's up, guys? Welcome, Matt. Well, before we even get into this episode, let's go over the description. So basically, we're looking at season five, episode uh, two, three. Jughead. No, I'm pretty sure it was three, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, okay. Episode three, Jughead. The description basically is, let's see, Desmond looks for a woman who might be the key to helping Faraday stop the island's unpredictable movements through time. And Locke finds out who has been attacking the survivors. So I, don't know, I guess we yeah. can kind of just jump into it. Before we even start, how did you guys feel about this whole episode, period? It was fine. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like there's a lot going on. It, it seemed like a lot of uh, moving chess pieces this episode. Mm. Like there wasn't a lot of like actual stuff going on. It's just people like learning things and going to somewhere else and getting ready to do something. That's pretty yeah, much so we see a lot throughout this season them talk a lot about the bomb and we spend a lot of time trying to find Eloise Hawking with the with Desmond and stuff. So it's like we uh this is that moment when we were watching the show in the regular order, like, oh wow, what's all this stuff that's gonna happen? But yeah. we, we already know all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the rising yeah. action part is really boring if you watch it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just all of us sitting on the couch going like, Alright, I get it. Yeah. yeah. It what did you think of this? I, you know, I've never seen a, a episode of the show Lost. <laughs> I've, uh, this is my first, so I guess I, I popped my cherry. Lost. You did. I've you popped lost, your lost cherry. I've lost my virginity. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, you say it, it had a lot of moving pieces. It seems like it were, and I, and I'm sure you guys piece it together because you watched the latter episode. But it's like it was putting things in place for people for things to happen later on so it, later on in the show it would click like oh, okay that's why he did that and kind yeah. of like a like a fork in the road type of episode or something yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah seemed like there's a lot of that before we even delve into this we kind of hit we kind of touched on it a little bit like matt what's your whole background with loss you said you've never seen an episode before tonight like yeah. what what was do you remember when it was on or when it was when it was hot I do because I'm about 78 years old. I'm the oldest <laughs> one in the room right now. For all of our listeners, like Matt is 78. He is yeah. rocking a full white beard. Yeah. And he came in here with a very strong staff. Yeah. Wait, am I describing an older yeah, a person or probably a wizard? <laughs> a wizard? I think we're learning that Matt's a wizard, you yeah. guys. I was going to name that... it the Midnight Wizard, but it ended up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, Yetis have wizards, right? Yeah. Is there, there's no, there, there's got to be like a Yeti slash wizard somewhere. <laughs> I feel like that's something that would happen in Dungeons and Dragons, like one of those offshoot ones where you're. Oh yeah, no, I'm pretty yeah. sure that that's in like the third Pathfinder Monstrous <laughs> Manual. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I've never, I've never watched a Lost episode. Um, I remember it when it was very popular, and um, I never followed it. Uh, but I remember it being kind of an odd show and. It was a plane crash thing, and it ended up really kind of bizarre. But it, um, like I said earlier, you know, I remember it being like an immediate cult following type of show. You know, um, something that you're like you're either into it or you have nothing to do with it. And the people who are into it, they watch it religiously. 
So um, I've never watched it before, yeah. <laughs> and it was pretty interesting. <laughs> it left me sh- you know, like I have a lot of question marks. <laughs> <laughs> like what what was this about? Um, but interesting nonetheless. Entertaining, yes, <laughs> in an, in an odd sort of way, and the cinematics of it or cinematography. Yeah. I guess you know it's not they didn't go like real high end. It's 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 funny. It's a fun, interesting kind of a thing. Cool. As far as the show goes, is it just something that you weren't interested in, or you kind of just were aware of it, but it was just like I'm not trying to get super invested <laughs> in this thing. I think um, I have like attention deficit problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people where I, I can't like stick to one thing at a time, uh-huh. you know, for extended periods, which is you know. It's a gift and a curse, you know. I never, I don't consume myself with watching TV, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, I knew it was that type of show, kind of right off the bat, that it was gonna have like a long running thing. I remember thinking that when it came out, mm. and uh, I'm not, I'm not a TV watcher, but it was odd enough, like right from the beginning, that you know, I just, I never really got into it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel the same way, like about book series. Like if someone recommends a book to me, but then I find out it's part of like a series of books. I'm not going to read it. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. the story all in one yeah. book. Yeah, like, why are we spacing this out over 12 dozen books? <laughs> I don't want to yeah. do this. I, I, I'll do it sometimes, but then, like, most of the time, I'm just like, don't give me another thing to do. Yeah. I'm not, like, I have, like, enough time in the day to watch Lost. I'm not going to, like, watch Lost and read a story about a young wizard. Yeah. What's funny is, like, whenever uh, people recommend books to me, I'm like, oh, is it part of a series? Because I like to read more things. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would like to just find more stuff to do to occupy my day when I'm supposed to be more productive. You're you're our control in this whole thing. Yeah. Like between the three of or oh, the five four of us here. I don't know how to count you guys. I think we're learning that tonight. Yeah. Like could you like you've watched it backwards, so you're into you said the the second to the last epi- uh season. Would you watch it if would you read it if it was a set of books <laughs> and not no, a TV show? If it was like if it was like if I had to read all these books backwards, like, oh read book five now. I'm like, no. This <laughs> yeah, is no, not we... being pumped into me by like great production quality and actors <laughs> and a good director that those actors probably trust. Yeah. If I was trying to read chapters, I read like the chapters in reverse order of a book. I think I would be so angry. <laughs> like, I know I get angry on this show sometimes, but I think I would be way angrier at a book. Because yeah. a TV show, I can't throw across a room. Yeah. <laughs> that I, I swear to God, that should go on a t-shirt. We need to start monetizing nah. this. What, I can't throw a TV show across a room? <laughs> <laughs> so, if anyone wants to do a, a podcast where we read books in reverse order, tweet at us and we'll figure something out. We um, should. We we could just live tweet our reading. Yeah, like a book club kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that as part of this. <laughs> I wouldn't do this. Oh, if we're doing it as own. a part of this, we could be like, "What's up with that book club?" Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, hey, hey, guys, you guys want to read a book back? No. All right. Well, I guess it's a book club of three then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the Joy Luck Club, but no luck. <laughs> <laughs> and no joy. <laughs> so it's some kind of club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, so this episode starts off with Desmond. Looks like he's like in the Philippines. And yeah. then he goes to get a doctor because his wife is in labor. Who like, looks like a fisherman. Yeah, the doctor yeah. is like gambling, hanging around. With, like they're playing cards. He finds a guy, he's all like, I'm looking for a doctor. And this guy like with the shadiest look who's just like a stone, like a stone's throw away from like, like having like a cigar and a top hat. Yeah. 
don't there, know why there that... was a guy behind him with a cigar, and there was like another dude in a hat. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's I'm probably just meshing that all up into one dude, which became the doctor. But like, yeah, that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking doctor words, like doctor wise. Like you're gonna find the doctor, just like oh, go find him. He's off gambling somewhere, you know, with amongst all the other yeah. doctors. <laughs> Like, it'd be great if, no, I'm pretty sure they weren't, but... It'd be Maybe great they were on break. <laughs> doctors need lunch yeah. break, too. I've doctors never been inside an employee lounge in a hospital. <laughs> I've never been in an employee lounge that takes place, like, outside, probably, where, like, the guy was, like, throwing dice or whatever the <laughs> fuck they were doing. Yeah, would you su- be surprised to find out everything that happened in that scene? That was all set in a, in a Filipino hospital. <laughs> they're mostly outdoors, and there's a lot of people selling scarves and stuff, and fish. <laughs> That's the hospital marketplace. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I need to bring some something to my cousin who just gave birth. How about this scarf? Yeah. 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 You know, in, in in American hospitals, we have, you know, you go to the gift shop yeah. in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Over there, it's just the boat harbor <laughs> and the gambling house. You know, we just, that's how they roll. It's like, yeah. oh, you waiting for your son to be born? You can go kill some time by gambling with all yeah. those, with all those guys right over yeah. there. <laughs> you might you might be losing your shirt. Yeah, the guy but... that won that, that hand was the heart surgeon. <laughs> he was just really, really good at <laughs> knowing his cards. Somebody's <laughs> counting over there. Yeah. My, my favorite part of that whole interaction is like when Desmond goes, You're a doctor? And the guy goes like, Yeah, I'm a doctor. Like he had to he had to confirm it a little aggressively. He's like, What, you don't believe me? Just cause I'm hanging out here with my friends playing whatever. Yeah, playing Gao. That, that, that's not even a Filipino. Is that even a real game? Well, it didn't that's... look like they were playing Pipito. They weren't playing Pipito. No, they weren't. <laughs> like no. I know that game. <laughs> yeah, so he gets... I lost a lot of money in eighth grade to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So he goes and he finds the doctor, brings him back, and then he, and they... the doctor's name was that Efren Salonga. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, because he was calling that out, right? Yeah, Efren like... Salonga. I'm so glad that we actually use subtitles mm. because if not i was just gonna be like is he just saying like mocking racist <laughs> sounding yeah. stuff and it's like oh that's someone's name okay <laughs> yeah definitely i don't know what, what did you guys make of the rest of the scene oh uh, i thought that that was the shortest labor ever <laughs> <laughs> she was in labor for all of like 30 seconds mm-hmm. well i think she was in labor that whole time that desmond was running around that <laughs> hospital yeah. like the doctor just caught her at a good time yeah, like yeah. we're ready to get this kid out of here yeah, yeah but e- e- even in that case i don't think that the uh, all right i'm gonna tell you to push four times and then we're good <laughs> yeah but they didn't even really need a doctor <laughs> pretty gonna... much all, all they really needed was his tongs <laughs> all they needed was him to declare the baby sex he just goes it's a boy and then <laughs> yeah. like stands probably in the back and he was like, Puss! <laughs> Puss! <laughs> You're not pussing! You're not pussing, yo! Don't you need any water, doc, hot water, doctor? You're not even. Did you wash your hands? You no. brought this bag and pulled nothing out of it. <laughs> what was that for? No, he did bring the giant tongs out. Yeah. He did? Yeah. Because yeah. they were barbecuing also. Yeah. <laughs> it was a barbecue gambling party. Of the best You had to get rid of some of the char on the on the end of the tongue before the baby got <laughs> yeah. fished up. It's yeah. like, like, why does the baby love barbecue so much? <laughs> the baby was born loving barbecue. It's the first scent yeah. that hit its nose. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, man. That was a good one. Yeah, so that, that whole thing goes down. Um, then they kind of cut to like what, like a couple of years, like after that. Yeah, Desmond's yeah. on the boat. With yeah, the, the baby becomes a toddler. Yeah. 
Um, and then he starts talking about an island, a magical island that's that's this, that, and the other. And then we get the whole switcheroo where he's talking about Great Britain, yeah, you know, and then Scotland. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to take it back, but one thing I thought about when the baby came out was, you know, that's not a true infant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what did they put on its head to look like after birth? Yeah. I wonder about. I was that. like, what was that? I mean, it looked like it was maybe like you know, really soggy toilet paper. <laughs> you know, just kind of like with like I don't know, it's like Vaseline, and then they just kind of like oh, rubbed yeah. it on the baby's head. I was like, what? Like is the makeup that? department was made up of like two people, and it was just like a woman and like another dude going like, "Yo, we can't. This afterbirth doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Like we need to do something about this." Yeah, we need we need more water in the toilet paper. <laughs> It's too dry. The afterbirth is too dry. <laughs> there ain't enough. There's, it's not sticking. We need something to congeal it. Yeah, yeah. Vaseline. Go get the Vaseline. <laughs> Two tablespoons of Vaseline, one roll of toilet paper, and a cup of water. We it's, got afterbirth. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's just like a set of parents on set, like yeah. watching their baby. They're like, is it okay that they're putting Vaseline on? Yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah. She, yeah, imagine the mother handing the baby over as they're like putting this goop on his yeah, head. Yeah, and they're like, they just go like, oh, look at your baby. Your yeah. baby's on TV. They you probably have TV to baby. hand her the cash as she's handing over to him. <laughs> We're going to do something really jacked up to your kid. He's going to yeah. look like he's... Yeah. Just hold this and count this. And, just count it. You know, <laughs> when you're fun. done, we'll be done. And you can <laughs> clean your baby off. Back, count it twice. Put it through a money machine <laughs> yeah. and then we'll be finished. We, need we a promise we're not going to put it by its eyes. You guys can go in the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just go off the promise that I gave you with my words. <laughs> I'm a director. Yeah. I'm a director just like he was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a director. <laughs> oh, man. Like he was the only one that stood up. I feel like Anybody could have stood up and went, I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, they went to that guy. He's like, you're a doctor? He's like, yes. All right, I'll take me to your kid. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if they were really filming in the Philippines, they would have been gambling on set. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all like, we have to get through this take. And they're yeah. like, yeah, we will. Let us finish this one game. Yeah. You know what? Just put it in a scene so that we, we can get it done with. <laughs> you see somebody like super, super like upset that they lost. <laughs> yeah. and somebody just pouting like slightly off camera. <laughs> yeah. Just like throwing around like oh, a knife. Man. Oh, man. It's too much. <laughs> too much. So we whoosh and we get to Desmond who's on the boat with Penny. And he has something to do. Apparently, he's had some kind of vision or image or whatever um, of... Daniel Faraday, and he tells a his wife, memory, a yeah. memory, a, a memory, memory that he didn't remember until two days prior to this, right? And which I'm pretty sure means time travel <laughs> had something to do with this, where uh, he didn't originally have this conversation with Daniel Faraday, except Daniel Faraday's been bouncing around through time because of the flashy sky, so he was able to have that conversation with uh, uh, what, what's. Desmond. Yes, I can never remember that dude's name. I'm always just like Scottish anti-magnet. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, like they that whole thing happens. Like, um, and I guess up until this point, we've never seen. We, I, I don't think we've seen this on the show because everything that happens after this is just they keep using that phrase. Whatever happened, happened. So like that kind of that kind of just says the the whole time travel thing is whatever happened happened but this episode we it kind of it kind of reneges on that right thought, right or now he's implanting oh well, now he has new memories because well, he that's, has new experiences. if that's how that happened right mm. yeah i mean i think why well, it could be possible because desmond 
is special because of his anti-magnetic, you know, electromagnetic properties that he has ah. as a special person. Is that what he has, Desmond? Yeah. Anti-electromagnetic? Yeah, he's uh, immune to electromagnetism. Yeah, like a bunch of the people on the island have like a bunch of uh, semi-useless superpowers. Mm. Like you seen that that um, that guy Miles on the on the, the show, the Asian dude, the yeah. guy that was walking, and he said like, "Oh, there's grave shallow graves here." Oh, that guy he is, can sense it. He can sense dead. Mm. Well, he can sense dead meat, right? Like people that are dead. Yeah, you mean like Mr. T. You did. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Mr. T. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because Dad would say that Mr. T. Has some kind of telekinesis type of power. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yeah, no. I don't know. Okay, I, I want to believe that it's real. <laughs> Mr. T just has the ability to communicate with the dead. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, established canon. <laughs> that's yeah, canon yeah. for the, Mr. The T's dead are all life. fools. Yeah. That's why he pities them. <laughs> he pities all dead people. Mm-hmm. And is it just me, or does Desmond remind you of like an older '80s rock god? Fuck! It was the hair. It was the, the hair, like hair. the little fan hair and the scarf. Like <laughs> when he, like he was going around looking posh as fuck throughout the whole Just, town. Yeah, right with that with that scarf, and then he had that one stupid baseball. Yeah, cap at the and, end, like and dude. shades. Like nobody's gonna recognize my beautifully coiffed hair now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hidden under this fucking blue hat. I just washed my hair with Pert Plus. <laughs> I did my side commercial with my, my hair my hair products. It was required that they had to mention Pert Plus and Lost this season. <laughs> they had to leave that on the cutting room floor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, so all that shit kind of, well, all that stuff goes down with Desmond. It was an interesting scene, him kind of hopping around, doing like weird detective work. There's also that, I don't know, you guys can tell me how you felt about this scene. He goes to Oxford. He flies. He finds Faraday's old, uh, I guess, lab room or whatever that they said that they were doing fumigations and whatever. And did you guys not get like a Law and Order vibe from that scene? It's just like a janitor yeah. kind of like describing, you know, just giving backstory <laughs> and like, oh yeah, the doctor is here and he did some shit with that girl. And then like he just, <laughs> it's just the janitor. Yeah. Like I don't know if the janitor is still doing work within the within that whole thing. He's just like, well, we kept this thing closed. I don't come in here until like it's time for me to. Tell somebody like you what's what's happening with this room. Yeah, I got to tell you to get out, but then also uh, answer your questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna ask you to forget anything ever happened, and then give you an expository dump of information. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, know. I thought they were gonna get into a fight. Like, what yeah, I thought here? he was gonna try and stab. And him then or later something. on, it's like, let me tell you what you need to know. <laughs> I thought okay. he was gonna chimney sweep him to death. <laughs> I know. And then they uncovered the. I thought it was like a crazy bookshelf. I was like, what is this? I thought it was like, you know, the bookshelves where the books lie all kinds of different directions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like a modern art kind of bookshelf. Yeah. yeah is that yeah. what it looked like to you guys? Uh, I was actually yeah. pretty sure it was a maze from the beginning, but I wasn't sure why he had oh. a maze mm. there. Like I was wondering, is it like, oh, is he doing like some flowers for Algernon shit where like he was trying to get smarter and then he was slowly getting dumber? Because in a future episode, we see him like kind of brain damaged. Right. Desmond. Oh, uh, no, not Desmond. Uh, Faraday. Faraday the, oh, doctor the doctor that he was looking for. Hey, what's Wait, what's the what's the whole Flowers for Algernon reference? Uh, flowers for Algernon is, uh, it is a book about a guy who's really stupid and then they make him smart and he slowly becomes less smart and like the book sort of ends with him just becoming dumber and dumber and me having nightmares for a couple of years (laughs) jeez have you ever saw that episode of the simpsons where they take the crayon out of homer's nose yeah 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 it's a same thing Uh, okay what was the name of that episode 
like it was a reference to Flowers for Algernon, Probably. wasn't it? Probably. Probably, yeah. Homer's for Algernon. <laughs> Homer's for Algernon. Yeah, so... Probably Lisa sometimes. If you guys get no. a chance, check out Flowers for Algernon based on the popular movie The Lawnmower Man. <laughs> it's it's so weird. I felt a little bounced around this episode. We kind of... We, we normally... It's, it's normally a thing where they kind of... They show you what's happening on the island, and then they show you what's happening with some other sets of characters that might be off-island or whatever. But this one felt a little weird, because it was like, what was happening off-island in the present, and that was Desmond. And then we got what was happening on the island, which is like all taking place in the 50s, and then shit was happening there where they're still flashing through time, I guess. It, it felt it felt a little harder to track this episode, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all the shit that was yeah, happening. It, it was hard for me to track. Mm. Yeah, because Desmond episodes are weird, because they tend to cover longer periods of time. Like, this one happened all in one day, I think. But Well, it started off a couple of years before, and then the rest of it happened in one day. Yeah, but, the only mm-hmm. uh, episodes that I've seen which, like, take a longer amount of time are, like, uh, Richard episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take the longest. Since yeah. he's, you know, immortal. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about that guy? Um, the, the Richard dude with Albert the eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I wrote that down. I said, dude, he has, like, makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. We've talked about this on the show before. That character, he has a pretty strong following on the show but like um that guy um a lot of people back when lost was on tv a lot of people thought that that guy was wearing eyeliner they so much so that they they had like a throwaway line of it on one of the episodes saying like yeah the guy with the eyeliner but in reality that guy has like no makeup on it's just his eyes are just that weirdly dark or he looks like egyptian or something i thought it was like yeah. you know an egyptian style i thought it was some reference to that because mm. he was the guy in charge and had like the eyeliner i thought it was eyeliner too yeah yeah it's, it's crazy hypnotic. Yeah. <laughs> you fall into ever into those yeah. richard alford eyes <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> uh yeah it's it was kind of strange i mean how, how that all kind of boils down it was kind of fun to see Richard this episode. Yeah. Down. I do like Richard on the show. Yeah, we find out he's a big softy in this episode because he's uh, he's threatening to like kill all those people and like to, to Faraday. He's like, "Oh, how do I know this isn't a this isn't a suicide mission? You're gonna blow up the island." And Faraday says, "Oh, I love that that woman over there, and that's enough for Richard." He's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like how you would in yeah. any circumstance. Like you know, this guy, he seems pretty legit. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He's let me romantic. send. Let me send only one soldier with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the one that looks like a child soldier. <laughs> I know. She's so young. We find out that that's Ellie or Ellie's yeah. talking, yeah. and this is her at a younger age. This is that woman is the person that Desmond is trying to find in Off Island, right? Los yeah. Angeles, fifteen years in present. Future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me send my fourteen-year-old uh, <laughs> girl soldier while the rest of us grown-ass men stay back here and watch the fire. Like we we have stuff to do at this in this yeah. in this camp tent. Yeah. We just need to kind of hang out for a bit. Everybody just do your thing. <laughs> you, this guy is like sitting with like radiation burns. He can't do much. <laughs> yeah. He can't really hold the gun. <laughs> He's on injured reserve. <laughs> so they go and send out uh, the fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah, and the whole time she's. She's escorting uh, Faraday down to the uh, uh, to the bomb. Keeps staring at her because she it looks like someone, mm. and mm. we're kind of led to believe that she looks like that girl from uh, Oxford whose brain he fried. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what he's talking about. Yeah, but we yeah. know that this is his mother. Well, so we know that eventually, but right. we, we didn't know that at the time. Right. right, it was just like, oh, this is someone named Ellie, and then later, once we figure out that it's Widmore. You're like, oh, uh, Whitmore and Eloise, right? Right. Or do I only know that because I'm watching backwards? Because you're watching backwards. I think it's it comes as a surprise. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, um, it, so, it really makes me wonder how old she is in this episode, though, because when they flash forward twenty years into the seventies, right? Whitmore and Eloise do not look like they're like uh, in their like late thirties or forties or right. anything. Like early thirties, late twenties, probably. Yeah, yeah. So like twenty years later. Huh. Yeah, that twenty is, years yeah. later, and Eloise is twenty nine, which would make her nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very strange. Well, people age differently on the island. <laughs> there is radiation there. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it just it helps keep them young. Yeah. Guys, we need to get our hands on an H bomb for just for youth purposes. But we need to make sure that it's leaking like it's battery acid. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if that's how radiation works. I don't. I don't know if that's how it works either. But that's what it looked like yeah. uh, on the show. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh man, decaying, uh, decaying radioactive material really looks like my remote that I left under the couch for two years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of the afterbirth. <laughs> it's it, probably the same stuff it's the exact same maybe work, it like, was giving birth to a smaller bomb <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the makeup department again yeah, yeah like their whole their whole purpose is just to bring water and toilet paper and put it on all this shit yeah, for all the same stuff. stuff so is that a baby water toilet paper is that an h-bomb water and toilet paper <laughs> yeah like, have, i don't know you, how i'm so successful you have acid burns water and toilet paper <laughs> yeah just put that on everybody will get let it let it dry <laughs> Keep fanning your hands until this dry. <laughs> like, don't call action until his hands are dry. Right. Yeah. So, Chad, in a few episodes when we first see the uh, polar bears, they're going to be made out of water and toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck to, like, some ceiling of some cave. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Or, like, when you were a kid and you used to get the tissue paper and fold it around your pencil. Oh, Dip it in the glue and yeah. stick it on something. I used to see <laughs> so many of those. Tissue paper bears. Oh. <laughs> We also find out in this episode that Juliet is an other, which it seemed like they were making that out to be a surprise. So I feel like this is the first time that she's revealed that. Mm. But I'm not sure how they would have just had her hanging out there for the last somewhere between one to four seasons and not ever mentioned that. What I thought was strange is... I don't know. We kind of been over this. The whole fact that she calls herself an other, like nobody calls himself an other. Yeah. Like, you're a thing. You're the what you call a tribe or so and so people. Yeah. Or... yeah. The those other people should be others to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like the... your people aren't the others. The others are the others. Yeah. So maybe guess... maybe this is like the point where she finally turned from like leaving behind her identity as an other and started to identify herself as one of the. Uh... Losties, yeah. yeah. So the people in the green uniforms are others. They're called others. Yeah, yeah they're called others. So the bald old guy is an other, also. So he claims. So he states at, of himself this episode that he's another. But nobody... he says in the future that he's going to become the uh, the leader of the others. Mm. Yeah, and and he makes this known to to Alfred in that little I guess tent scene. And Alfred's like, I don't remember this. He's like, Oh yeah, it hasn't happened yet, and I haven't been born yet. So. <laughs> Come and check out my birth off island if you're down. And then, like, you know. It, just... It's so great when he's having that conversation with Alfred. Because he's just telling him all these things that Alfred's going to say or do. And then Richard's just like, well, I don't want to contradict myself. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, he's like... just like, yeah, all right, I'll play along with this. Yeah, yeah he's kind of all seems very reasonable. <laughs> yeah. He, like, some, some guy just comes, you know, bounding out of the woods. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just proof that I wouldn't want Alfred head of my security team. 
I mean, the dude, the, the dude tells you that he can disarm the bomb. You send him with your fifteen-year-old soldier, <laughs> female, and then some random crazy guy runs out of the runs out of the forest and is telling you he knows you, and and you immediately believe him, yeah. and then you have this conversation at length with him alone in a tent, <laughs> and you're the main dude, and this guy's not chained or handcuffed to anything. Yeah. I mean, I think you're you're putting you're if you were Homeland Security, you would have been fired. <laughs> like, what was Richard's interview process for that yeah. whole thing? And he's like, yeah. "Excuse me, do you wear eyeliner?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." All right, good enough. You're in. You're in. You start on Monday. Come grab all your shit. I need you to fill out some paperwork with Cheryl. Cheryl's in HR. Yeah, that's <laughs> all Locke needed to do to just get to get Ricardo to just like chill out with him was just to drop the name Jacob, like his boss. Was like, "Oh yeah, I know your boss's name. So <laughs> trust me." Yeah. Like he's never they're they're so quick. Like, do they never ever speak that name in their little other camp? Because like, as soon as anybody drops that name, everybody just starts to lose their shit. And like, oh, you know the name? You know who Jacob is? <laughs> then, <laughs> well, of course. Then yeah, come uh-huh. and have a seat. Yeah, like that's that seems like a nice little. What? Maybe it's a secret password. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the secret password. Jacob is. said I could do it. <laughs> Jacob would let me do it if he was here. Uh-huh. Jacob loves me unlike you. <laughs> Why can't you love me like Jacob loves me? Yeah, it's basically just uh, the others are the kids and Jacob is the uh, divorced dad. <laughs> oh, man. Faraday and Albert. Well, Faraday, like the whole Faraday-Albert thing with the whole H-bomb thing. I don't know. I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit. Is there anything else worth going into about that whole thing? Um, How did they get the H-bomb hanging? I thought that was an odd way to store an H-bomb. Yeah. Well, I think what they were saying is like these soldiers showed up on the island and were setting up that camp and they were setting up the bomb for a test. So I think mm. they were suspending. I think it, it was for the supposed test. to be like an yeah. underground uh, bomb test or something. So they were gonna lower it down. Yeah, mm. lower uh, drop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Shut I don't know how that stuff down, works. Open up shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong! <laughs> don't pay your taxes. No, <laughs> that's a DMX joke, kids. <laughs> Hey, everybody listening, if you don't know who DMX is, please Google him. He's fantastic. He's not doing so good right now, but he's around. Yeah. Go back and watch Romeo I give Must you, Die. I give you a few clues as to who uh, DMX is, but this is not a fucking game. Uh, if you guys are really interested in it, just find Cradle to the Grave and watch that shit on the loop. Yeah. I mean, or you could just watch all the DMX scenes, but watch mm-hmm. that on the loop. It's fine. Jet Lee's in there. Watch Belly. Go watch Belly. The first one. (laughs) Don't watch Belly 2, for God's sake. Yeah. What is the subtitle for Belly 2? Don't fucking watch this. (laughs) Belly 2. That's why that movie was a flop. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody nobody picked up on on Belly 2. I think that was uh, only the subtitle for the international release. (laughs) (laughs) Sadic guy. So there's that. There's some romance in this episode. We kind of see some stuff playing out between Desmond and his wife, Penny, or they're in love. They have a child together, all this stuff. But I don't know. The romance kind of falls flat for me. It usually does for a lot of these episodes. And I don't know if it's just the way we're experiencing it because we know how everything turns out. But I don't know. Like the romance can go in. I'm not I'm not always on board for that when, when the show kind of throws that shit out. What do you guys think? Well, I think like... uh. Like from the start of the episode, or like in the second scene, where there's he's trying to uh, tell that bedtime story to little Charlie. I was like, oh, there's this magical island called Great Britain and stuff. And then she interrupts with, and then uh, then uh, some guy sent a boat full of people to kill everyone on the island. Like, yeah, 
you're ruining this bedtime story. <laughs> this boy is two years old. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm married, and that's what wives do. <laughs> you're talking with your friends, and you're like, yeah, dude, remember that one time we were in my truck? Remember how big that thing was? And we used to hang on, and he's like, you didn't even, your truck was a piece of shit. <laughs> it didn't even have AC. But anyway, but remember that one time we used to go to the beach every day? Yeah, you thought you could surf. You bought the surfboard, and you didn't even use it. <laughs> I mean, she's doing exactly, like, they, they hit it on the nail on the head for what a wife should do. Just There's, ruin all your stories. The writer for this <laughs> the writer for this episode is all like, I'll show you. Yeah. I'll put you in one of my episodes as yeah. another character. He was fighting with his wife when he wrote the episode. <laughs> like, let me tell my damn stories. <laughs> He's like, all right, Craig, go ahead, write one more episode for Lost. Your kids are just growing up before your eyes. It's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You don't have to take me out for dinner. Yeah. Just keep writing your stories. This is how I pay for our life. This is how I pay for our life. Sorry, I don't know where I went there. It yeah. got a little weirdly personal. No? All right. Did it feel good, though? Feel I, good? I use this podcast as Did you just much... purge something? I did. Awesome. I feel so much better now. Awesome. I'm a lighter person. I'm a lighter individual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that was their, their character arc for this uh, episode between those two. Is like she... Uh, He's telling her, "Oh, I have to go do this thing." And she's like, "Don't, don't do it." And he's like, "No, I'll just do it for a day, and then it'll be done." And she doesn't want him to do it, but he goes and he does it, and he comes back just to be like, "Okay, you were right. Um, I did my thing for a day, and now it's done." Even though it's not done, then uh, just by him admitting that he wants to, uh, or by giving up on it because that's what she wants, then she's like, "Okay, now we'll go finish it." Yeah, it's like that, but that's what husbands do. Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what, that's love what is. we do. It's like, oh, so how? So you're gonna go out with your friends? No, nah, I don't really want to go out with my friends. I just want to hang out, be at home. I don't need to hang out and have drinks with them. No, you should go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you pay the repercussions later, later yeah. in interest, but right. hey, you there. Hey, if you think I should go, then yeah, okay. Yeah. Then like you come back home <laughs> like you're never home. You don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> but you said I could go. <laughs> I said I could go if you wanted to. Yeah. You should have not wanted yeah. to go. See, you you should have wanted to be with me. This yeah. is where this is at. Because yeah. um, now you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they just slowly turn to camera and stare for a second. Yeah. What is Desmond's wife's name? Penny. Dude, I, I like Penny, man. <laughs> I think, uh, Penny, she's pretty cute, man. <laughs> Penny is very, very awesome. Yeah. I think it's the accent. <laughs> she's. She is she looks... a ginger? Is she a ginger? Uh, she's not as much of a ginger as uh, Charlotte Charlotte is super ginger Charlotte has kind of like a Rocky Dennis face no? (laughs) I I was going to go way worse than that I was going to go way worse than that wait wait what's worse than Rocky Rocky Dennis? Dennis? (laughs) Elephant Man oh shit (laughs) the old one you know the old movie the Elephant Man kid okay yeah Yeah. Elephant Man is worse worse than Mask And but you get it right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, that's like, and you know, it, it was the first thing that came to my mind when I saw it. <laughs> it's the forehead, the blue eyes. Yeah, really pale with ginger hair. Those are like shocking uh, blue eyes too. Like those yeah. eyes look surprised most of the time they're on yeah. screen. Like, yeah. like I like she's acting her ass off as being like sick or suffering from this time travel sickness or whatever. But at the same time, like her eyes are like very, very electric blue. Not electric, but it's like a it's a very catching kind of blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, time travel sickness that AJ is referencing. Uh, that's at the end of the episode when she collapses and she's hemorrh- hemorrhaging blood from her nose. Right. 
Uh, that time traveling sickness is called extreme jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned it in a, one of the episodes we covered already, where somebody likens it to that bullshit. And because mm-hmm. you know, when you when you get super extremely jet lag, you just start to just blood fountains yeah. from your face, from yeah. all your orifices in your fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe she, maybe her jet lag is from the Congo and it's Ebola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, jet lag Ebola. Uh, that's yeah. what you got. That's what yeah. the E in Ebola stands for. <laughs> Extreme jet lag Bola. Yeah. Extreme jet lag Bola. Uh, that's yeah. a good one. There's a scene in here where um, it turns out that Locke lets one of the guys go after. He like snaps the neck of the other dude. He takes off into the jungle. Doesn't shoot at him. So he just goes like, "What the fuck? Why haven't? What? Why didn't you kill that guy?" He just goes, "Cause he's one of my people." Because I guess at this point, Locke is still holding on to the belief that he's the leader of these others, even though he's not the leader yet at this point in time, or even possibly was after that. But he lets this guy go, and this guy goes on to survive. Mm-hmm. But the guy gets back to camp, and then they're like, "Oh, what if someone followed you?" And then he's like, "Oh." Their leader's an old guy. He couldn't have followed me. And you smash cut to Locke looking at the camp. And you're like, oh shit, Locke did follow him. And then he turns to Juliet and says, how did you know they were here? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, Locke did not follow yeah. him. <laughs> also, is that Richard Alpert's like place to go hang out? Because she's like, oh, he's always been here. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't know what to make of that. Maybe they, that's where he lives. I guess so. But I mean, they, they flash... Or wherever they flash to next and like there's nothing there mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like there's no permanent structure or anything so it's usually just an empty field yeah like so but in just... the next episode where they're in that they don't run into anyone in the next episode uh, uh until they flash through time again right right yeah so uh it could be that they flashed into like uh pre-roman slave times uh. before richard alpert showed up there yeah, that's true. Wait, was he a Roman slave or an American slave? I can't remember. He I mean, was, he was a was Spanish slave. Spanish, to yeah. I think he was on, on his way to the New World. This was also after slavery had been abolished in America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah which I think like, was one of the last countries to abolish slavery. <laughs> slavery isn't really done in America. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it wasn't. He wasn't going there as like a real slave right. slave, right? Wasn't wasn't he like one of those uh, prison workers, which are basically slaves? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they wanted guys that could speak English. They grabbed them from the Canary Islands. And I guess he was just supposed to be the slave labor miner guy or something. That's right. They were miners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they came over to mine whatever they were supposed to mine. Which, yeah, which is a whole thing in its own. We, yeah, um, and speaking of Richard, I, I finally figured out why they keep calling him Ricardus. Uh, that's Richard in Latin yeah. uh, which I swear to god I don't remember them calling him in the episode Ricardus <laughs> yeah that's right yeah I don't remember that either but so what nationality are these army people is there supposed to well the, uh, Ellie and uh, Charles are both English yeah yeah um, they're no, English. they speak they speak Latin so why do they speak Latin they are, are they Italian or something <laughs> Juliet <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, I want that to be the answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Juliet mentions in this episode that she can speak Latin, and, and like I think they kind of call her out, like, "What the fuck is this?" And then he's just like, "Oh, it's Latin." And he's like, "Oh, why are you speaking Latin?" She said, "It's the language of the enlightened." So all these others learn this language, and mm. she said that they have to learn it. I guess it's the language of the enlightened. So the island is very old. Everything on the island is seems very well. It has like a strong tie to the past. Like we've seen like. 
old uh, ancient statues on the island. Like there's Egyptian that, stuff. Yeah, there's Egyptian right. things. There's that, 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 those onks that keep appearing and stuff like that. So the island is old, which, you know, means that the others are probably maybe just as old or kind of around that time frame. And then maybe they just kept that language alive because it's a dead language. Nobody actively speaks it. Like, you yeah. can learn it, right? But mm-hmm. yeah. It's not like Sanskrit where it's like nobody actually speaks it. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been kind of interesting if they used a language like that. Like I think they should have just stuck with the Filipino from the first. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole way through, the others are just yeah. like banging out like Tagalog and Ilocano. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure if, if Latin was where like the original people, I'm pretty sure in like a hundred years, everybody's going to be Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just all going to have to learn how to speak Filipino. It sounds like the like the show was going in the right direction in the beginning. And then <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, we'll just go with Latin. It's no longer spoken, I guess. <laughs> We also learn about Teresa, which was Faraday's oh. uh, Faraday's subjects. Yeah, that he did research or did some kind of test on and ended up fucking up her mind. Where she's, I guess, her mind is skipping through time. Based on it what seems like, the system. Yeah. is that the one who was vegetative in the bed? Yeah. yeah. So is that what he's worried his the lady he loves is going to end up like? I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's he's worried about that, but he also like he's very dis- not. I don't know if dismissive is the word, but mm. he's I don't know if he's trying to help. But, like, every time anything happens to, to Charlotte, he's kind of like, shh, 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 don't bleed from your face. It's all going to be fine. It's all fine. It's all fine, you guys. It's all, I said it's all fine. Get up. Get off the ground. Stop pretending to sleep. Yeah, bone up. <laughs> I didn't actually catch the uh, the thought that that's what he was worried about with Charlotte. I thought I thought it was just like he was worried because of the blood fountaining from her face. But uh, that's a really good point because uh, in the uh, the episode following this one, I believe, uh, during one of the time travel uh, episodes, uh, she actually like starts having a conversation with her father from when she was really little, which is what uh, they said happened to the vegetative mm. uh, girl. So it's just like, oh, that is what's happening. Like, uh, your body is traveling through time and your brain is traveling through time. And they're not exactly at the same time. Yeah. Which, uh, now that I've said that out loud, that's jet lag. Yeah, I was going to say, that's exactly <laughs> the description for jet lag. It's extreme jet lag. <laughs> Super extreme. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me, it's e-jet, bo- e-jet lag. Can <laughs> <laughs> we stick to the... Thank you. Thank the you correct the medical terminology. Yes. E-jet lag, e-jet lag bola. bola. Got Come on, it. guys. Somebody put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the worst jet lag you've ever had? E-jet lag, Bola. <laughs> Just add Ebola to everything that's like... How do you like the hamburgers at that one place, dude? Those hamburgers suck. They're really that bad, dude. It's like E-hamburger Bola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at the... Uh... Yeah, right before that, that, that flash, the, the last flash that we have happen, and then the whole camp disappears, and we can see in the background, like, uh, Charlotte and Miles, they were in the tent, and they're just, like, standing there. They're really lucky they weren't, like, sitting down at the time, like, on a chair that disappeared, and they just fell on their butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wonder about that, because they're moving through times, right. but... Uh, through time. They're moving through time. We've seen in, like, the other episode where they, they were on that kayak or mm-hmm. the outrigger canoe thing. And, and uh, that they, thing traveled with them. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then, like, they took the rope, too. Yeah, yeah. the rope that they were Maybe if you're with. touching it. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I guess, yeah, that is kind of strange. But and the vegetation didn't change. Yeah, it kind of... <laughs> like, the Maybe director's just on, like... Like, the tree was the same size. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is uh, maybe 30 years in the future. Yeah. That tree is it's, never going to grow. It just... It stunted its growth. <laughs> All that it's radiation in the ground. 
Yeah, makeup department, set department, spent too much money on toilet paper, <laughs> Vaseline, and water. We can't get a bigger tree, guys. We're just we're just gonna hope nobody knows. I would love it if there's. We're just like... gonna shoot it at a slightly different angle and hope people <laughs> think that means the tree's bigger. Yeah, from like yeah. a down up angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like a meeting before they shot this. There's just like the makeup guy was just like, I can make paper mache trees out of toilet paper and water. Yeah. Just give me the paper that I need. Yeah. I'm gonna just throw that all up for you guys, and we'll have a show. Yeah. And he's like, No, we're not doing that, Charles. Enough with your toilet paper and water. We ain't doing that. <laughs> But we got all of it left over from the afterbirth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting here. Uh, we didn't even use like half of it. We could totally build a bunch of trees. <laughs> tell, like, get, no, get out of here. We're not doing that idea. I told you. <laughs> oh, man. That, so, so is that how the flashes happen? It's just, it's always like that. It, yeah. They can kind of sense it coming because it seems as though Locke kind of senses that it's going to happen. Yeah, he he heard the uh, the thunder rumbling and then like that magnetic noise building up, and then he's like, "No, no, not yet. You need to tell me before I." Boom. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And he just kind of vanishes into whatever. Yeah, because only some of them are traveling through time. The non-others. Yeah, the non-others. Yeah. Isn't there a TV show called The Others? I'm pretty sure. No, there there's a TV. Sh- wasn't there an HBO show? Oh, sorry. Oh, the leftovers. The leftovers, uh, and they call. They call people the others? Do you know? Am I just imagining that? I think there's something like that. There's like a portion of the population that disappears and they have a name for those guys, but it's not the others. Oh, that's a different podcast, people. Yeah, so... (laughs) Stay on topic, Matthew. (laughs) No, that's fine. Because it all ties back. The person behind the leftovers on HBO was actually one of the head writers for Lost. You see? So I didn't even know that, dude. Full circle, you guys. I should yep, be a time freaking is a flat detective. Circle. Yeah, you know what that means. A true detective. A very true detective. <laughs> Sounds like a very true detective Christmas, but it's just more more the same. I would love to see a true detective Christmas special. I want to see a very true to Chris. A very true. I said true to Chris. A very yeah. true detective Christmas story. Is, is that Ludacris's brother? True to Chris. <laughs> It's like no, you can totally believe what this guy says. It's all true. Yeah, no, he, he's the he's the politer brother. <laughs> Doesn't exaggerate at all. He's like, move, please. madam, <laughs> please move, miss, move, please. I need to get by. <laughs> I need to get by. I need to get by. <laughs> Just a very soft Dawson tone uh, guy. Yeah. You guys ever seen um, that one SNL sketch where it was like ludicrous on stage? It was like him, and then like I think uh, somebody else comes on stage, and then their their character is another rapper. But it was like um, it was uh, it was ludicrous, and um, ah fuck, think of it before you say it, AJ. Shit, I forget the name. I forget the name. You we'll come back name. to you it. You know it. Yeah. It's in there. I, I'll get You'll it. Dig it out. I'll get it. You guys talk about other out. stuff, and I'll um, dig it out of my while, mind. While we're thinking of uh, things, uh, I wanted to go back and uh, say that uh, the name of that episode of The Simpsons is Homer. With the backwards R and no oh. E, because the reference is to the movie Charlie, oh. which is the uh, film adaptation of Flowers for Elgin. Oh, so this is like two levels removed. Mm. Oh, your mind can multitask because you, <laughs> you, you, you were chewing on that thought the whole time yeah. while we were in this podcast. Yep, I was That's just thinking, awesome. like, I'm just waiting, just waiting. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. AJ's going to forget something at some point. We'll have to yeah. have time to fill. Got it, Rick Ridiculous. <laughs> it was it was ludicrous, and on the show it was uh, it was uh, um, anyway it was it was ludicrous and his old rap partner Rick Ridiculous, and then like ludicrous <laughs> shot up to superstardom, and then like Rick Ridiculous like his at the end of his whole claim to fame he just ends up working at like a Taco Bell 
Pizza Hut. And his whole thing was like, yeah, but it's two and one. So, uh, you know, I'm doing pretty yeah. good for myself. And I think they uh, they did name an episode of Rick and Morty after him, I think. After Ludacris? Ridiculous. After Ridiculous. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if Ludacris had a mild-mannered brother, what would his name be? I think I like what we landed on earlier, which is... True to Chris. So they're both named Chris. That family is not no, very that, imaginative. That, that's the last name. Oh. The Chris. Yeah. So it's like Chris. Luda and True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, because if somebody tells you a lie, you're like, dude, that's ludicrous. Yeah. But if you tell the truth, it's like, that's, that's true. true. Chris. Mm-hmm. That's true to Chris. <laughs> I've heard I'm a lot of falsehoods in my day, tonight. but I haven't heard so many truths. That's true to Chris. That's a true to Chris, man. Totally true to Chris. That should be on a t-shirt. True to Chris. <laughs> true to Chris. Uh, Move, please. I need to get by. On the I need to get by, please. I need, I need to, to get, get by. by. That reminds me of, uh, what is uh, uh, Wayne's World? And he's like, excuse me. Garth. I need to get by uh, now. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, Party on. Then he puts his fist up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was good. Uh, Whitmore is on the show. Oh, He's the yeah. one that snaps next and he gets away. And then um, we find out that the guy they didn't shoot was Charles Whitmore, the man that Desmond goes and talks to in his office or whatever. But um, he has like a he has a, a name tag on his on his thing. It says Jones. Yeah. So it makes me think that like whoever the others are at this point in the fifties, they killed whatever eighteen you know American battalion guys came out and they just like jacked their clothes. Yeah. Like, which is weird because there are others. Like they probably make their own shit on the island. We've seen Jacob making a tapestry before, right? So yeah, I'm like, sure that like all those handmade clothes are not very comfortable. Probably <laughs> itchy. It's all made out of like twine, or right? Something, you know, right? So twine. Just, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, What's it called? Yeah, twine. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. All your twine clothes. Yeah. But how does Al- how did Albert get his clothes from the Gap? Yeah. <laughs> oh, because he knows the secret to getting off the island. Oh, so he goes into 2017, shops <laughs> at the Gap, and goes uh-huh. back. Just and then puts his like feet up and is like, oh man, I hope nobody comes screaming my name out of the jungle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he's always wearing this uh, sort of timeless look, and by timeless I mean he looks like he just walked out of men's warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's really put together, clean shaven, like yeah. dressed really nice, and All everybody these... else looks beat to hell. Yeah, uh-huh. everybody else looks disheveled yeah. and shitty. And, and he's like going to continue to look like for the next fifty years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And he just stays that young, that timeless, youthful. Age of I'm telling you, he's an Egyptian god. You just don't know him. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's actually raw, dressed in gap clothes. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, they just went like, all right, so we need a head of security. We just need to have some of the prerequisites. You need to be uh, Egyptian god and... um, Shop at the gap. The uh, former mayor of Gotham helps. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. That's good. Yeah. I think we need to start uh, wrapping up here. All right, um, is it Easter egg corner time? Because yeah, I, yeah. I saw some stuff. Yeah, Easter egg corner. Oh, what, what do you? What'd you get? Uh, when they go into Widmore's office, mm. one of the paintings says "Namaste" on top, and it has a polar bear in it. Yeah, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, as uh, the art in uh, Widmore's office, which I I hope that it was like a legit painting they found somewhere. I was like, this is a perfect for our show. And it was made by someone who had nothing to do with the show. Or what What if they actually made that for the show and then that's still floating around somewhere? Oh, I bet somebody has that. Guaranteed. Oh, I'm sure someone has that. Guaranteed. But we could steal it from them. <laughs> like, yeah. we could plan a heist. Yeah, that's true. So if anybody uh, listening knows where that is, we will uh, steal it. Just, just tweet us the location. Tweet us the location and tweet us the address information for one Danny Ocean. If we can get him on board, <laughs> mm-hmm. sit down, do that. <laughs> 
It's a done sure. deal. Yeah. We're getting that painting, you guys. <laughs> so uh, we got that. We got uh, Locke's playing with his compass when he's talking to, uh, to Ricardus. And we've got, uh, oh, at the beginning of the episode, I don't know if this is an Easter egg, but uh, it's a recurring thing. When uh, we first see Locke and Sawyer in them, and they're walking around, and Sawyer at some point says something, but something along the lines of, where the hell are we? And Locke <laughs> has to say, I think you mean, when the hell are we? No, no, he said, oh, where the hell have you been? Oh, that's what it was. He said, no, what you should be asking me is, when the hell have I been? <laughs> I think we all kind of chuckled at that. I could... Yeah. Almost see like the uh, the vein forming on Chad's forehead. Like, no, no, it was fuck? David that got upset about that, one. <laughs> and he actually saw it coming. Like he's, as soon as Sawyer was like, "Where the hell have you been?" Uh, David was just like, "No, oh no, oh no, <laughs> don't use that line." Uh, that same tropey line you hear in every time travel yeah. series. Mm-hmm. And I have to do it at least once per episode to kind of reset for any new new viewers of the show to remind them, oh, yeah, they're traveling through time. Yeah, it worked out perfect for Matt. Matt's yeah. all like, I get it. Like, he yep. said, when we're, where, when are we? Yep, got it. <laughs> time travel. Yeah. On it. Like, you just want to have somebody come out and then just, just be matter-of-fact about it. Like, <laughs> hey, guys, we're super time-traveling right now. Like, do you know when? Not, don't say it. Don't don't even say the line. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know where we are. It's like, time travel time. Imagine if, if it was real and it wasn't fictional. And you had to go time traveling with someone who pointed it out every fucking time. How angry that would make you. Like, you know your one friend that keeps telling that same joke that he heard? And then he's just like, this is the best joke. That's that's fucking hilarious. It's just that one guy, he's like, oh, maybe it's not where we are. It's but we are. <laughs> it's like, like, Shut up! You said that 60 times! You said it 60 times in the last year! Shut up! God damn but it. we went yeah. back in time, so it actually never happened yet. God damn it. Hell oh, yeah! God damn it, Craig. Go sit on the beach. Go sit on the beach right now. Just have a seat. I don't know what to do with you right now, but you need to go and sit down. Yeah, I think that joke starts every time with, uh, why did the chicken... Wait, no. When did the chicken cross <laughs> the room? Yeah. You yeah. sit there and think about what you've done. You mean... When I <laughs> everything becomes a win reference, yeah. it's just it's just gonna be a guy strangled to death yeah. by like his closest friends. Where do you Why did eat? you do it? You mean when I want to go eat? <laughs> everything. When do I want to eat? That's Where did good. you fly from? When did I? Fly from? <laughs> That's why I have e jet lag bola. <laughs> I am I'm flying from I don't know I just crossed the international dateline. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, so uh, Chad, next uh, next week's episode. Uh, next week's episode is going to be uh, oh, another. He's going to give you the title. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. I get a clue. Yeah. You do get a, a new clue. thing we're doing. So mm-hmm. next week's episode is going to be called. I'm in suspense over here. <laughs> I'm in suspense what are the subsistence over episodes named? Hey, Can hey, we hey, name? David. What? David. What? is this episode called? I think you mean, when is this episode called? <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. You're going to need pun drums in this. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to like edit this. No, no, the, the, uh, the uh, rim shot is actually just David pounding the table with his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lost Season 5, Episode 2. What would be really funny is if it's a time travel episode and it's just the exact same episode title. Ooh, like it's, a Groundhog's Day kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, it took me all of ten minutes, but I found it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next week's episode is going to be called The Lie. Oh, The so Lie. What do you think that means? Yeah, what do you think The Lie is? I think that The Lie 
When I think about lying in this show, I think about Ben Linus. Yeah, interesting. Right there in his name. Yeah, yeah. You can't spell uh, Linus without uh, part of the word lie. (laughs) 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 And Ben, uh, okay, so Ben, it's about Ben lying. What is Ben lying about? Ben is, this, this is before everyone starts getting tracked down by Locke to go oh, back yeah. to the island. Ben is the one who's trying to uh, figure out how to get them to go back. And he's starting to uh, set stuff. He, he's uh, going up to people and not telling them to go back, but he's just like checking up on them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't know tracking, what the lie is. Tracking people on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe he's just like, oh, I'm just checking <laughs> up on you because I care about you. Yeah. No, you don't. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, he's probably meeting up with people under false pretenses. Mm-hmm. It's a lie for everybody. That makes sense. Ben Linus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there, isn't it? Yeah. We've been through that. I'm like that guy his that's last, calling back. What is his last name? Linus. You mean like, you a lying ass? <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. You a lying ass mother. Yeah. Somebody like somebody thought about that in the writer's room. And they were like, we need a character that's just a lying maybe, ass. Maybe, maybe his <laughs> middle name is like Ulysses or something. It starts with like you. So it's Ben, you lying ass. <laughs> <laughs> ben the lying ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Jesus. <laughs> Too many things are like put in that's together is funny (laughs) (laughs) words are great Uh, me love words you guys me love words a lot me love words words make me ha ha (laughs) fuck i just don't like to read them (laughs) have we hit that level of heat where we're starting to get delirious again probably i think it's time for plugs right so um matt where can we find you online if anybody wants to find you or your stuff I am on, uh, my Instagram is at the Midnight Yeti. On Facebook, it's uh, Theodore Yeti McCoy. That's Yeti with two T's. As you know, Facebook's a bunch of pricks who makes you can't have fake names. So, yeah. Yeah. The so, Midnight Yeti, I couldn't have it as a name, so I named myself Theodore <laughs> Yeti McCoy. Was it because the theater it sounded close enough to the Midnight? You know, it's just, um, no, I, I wanted it to be a dorky name, yeah. and Theodore just sounds really odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the na- the last name of the beast on X-Men is McCoy. Uh-huh. So oh, Theodore, Yeti, he's, McCoy. He's kind of like a Yeti. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, that's he's right. Furry. Yeah. Hank yeah. McCoy. So, and then um, I'm on uh, SoundCloud at the Midnight Yeti podcast, and uh, now I'm on iTunes. A couple Sweet. Of episodes. So, also, Midnight's a shade of blue. Actually, yeah, the way that we... Is blue. Yeah, so actually, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, so the the way that we got our name, my name for the podcast was my first microphone was, it's a Yeti microphone, and I wanted the name Yeti because Yeti mics are kind of synonymous with, you know, low-end podcasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my friend, we first started doing a podcast, he was Skyping in, and he has a silver one. So he asked me what color my microphone was. I said, "It's, it's midnight blue. And at that time, we were trying to come up with a name so the Genesis um, podcast of the Midnight Yeti is us trying to figure out a name. We had like <laughs> Yeti Spaghetti, you know, Eddie Yeti Vetter, nice. things. But it just and we when That's he fantastic. asked me, he goes, "Oh, it's a midnight, it's a midnight blue." And I was like, "We should call it the Midnight Yeti." Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how we ended up. Nice, with nice. very nice. It's all full circle. Yeah, yeah. it is full circle. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So please, if you get a chance, please listen to the uh, Midnight Yeti podcast. With your host, Matt Hines. Thank you. And uh, Chad, where can we find you online? Uh, As always, you can drop by my website, negative1.net. That's negative one all spelled out. 
dot net. Dave? Uh, you can find me at DKJ Comedy on Twitter and see what, what flavor of ice cream I'm eating on, on any particular day. Okay, well, how many days yeah. has it been now? Uh, 1,048 today. Damn. Yeah. You eat ice cream? Yeah, every day. You want to know something funny? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like because we've shared in this podcast, I can <laughs> say this. Right. The cup you gave me smelled like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It smells like he eats ice cream out of it. And it's like a cold metal cup. So I'm yeah. like, oh, it probably keeps it cold. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I was like, oh, because, I mean, I know what ice cream in a cup smells like, right? So I was like, I'm drinking water. It tastes like good water. But I'm like, it smells like ice cream. <laughs> I swear, dude. That's, That's so awesome. awesome. So you, every day you eat ice cream. Yeah. And yeah. you stay skinny like that. Yeah. I hate so. you. <laughs> the three of us hate you right now. I told I told Dave that like if I had to do that ice cream diet, oh, it would go the opposite way. Mostly yeah. because I'm never at the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm never working out meticulously. I would just lose both my feet. <laughs> I would lose both my feet and just go blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just gonna be nothing but a downhill slide into like nothingness yeah. for me after that. Yeah, I, I, if I eat ice cream every day, I'd, my diabetes would be so bad I'd be like I'm like a burning up piece of rock falling through the atmosphere of earth just yeah. peeling away right my body. just parts chipping and shredding yeah, back yeah. yeah and then you enter the earth's atmosphere as yeah. a yeah, yeah, yeah and I just drown in the, the size water of, of life chihuahua's head <laughs> <laughs> the simpsons references keep coming you guys yeah. you e want... diabetes bola <laughs> e diabetes bola yeah if you want to come find me online come find me on twitter at aniabis003 yeah it's a bunch of letters and numbers um but yeah come find me or find us at what bro pod the Twitter handle for this podcast, and then you can find me that way too, as well as all of us. So, um, yeah, so and also, uh, Instagram, we're on, we're on Instagram now. That shit's new, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like hot. Like it, hot we fresh out the we always take pictures with our guests, we do, yeah. So, if you want to see our, 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 our hot, hot, sweaty guests at the end of our hot, sweaty recording sessions. We'll get pictures of those. Yeah, hot, sweaty really pictures. Odd yeah. with the four of us <laughs> in this little... Yeah. Uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, yes, does anybody else have anything else? Yeah, hey, thanks. Uh, thank you guys for having me on, man. You know, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, I love the support, uh, local podcasts, supporting local podcasts. And uh, I had a lot of fun, man. Awesome. I really did. I really did. This is a, this is a blast, Thank man. you so much for this being our guest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Any, anytime, man. Perfect. Blast. Well, um, that's it for us. So tune in next week when we find out what the lie is. Yeah. That's, that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. I always see you fiddling around with with the board. Tickling the dials. Yeah. I'll say tickling the ivories. That doesn't apply here. <laughs> yeah, I was go- I was going to say uh, the keyboard, and I was like, no, those aren't keys. <laughs> those are spinny things. But AJ, when you're smiling and you're saying tickling, it's awkward. It's awkward, but <laughs> so much fun. It's just it's me, like a big dude, and then you just add in one of these. Yeah. Like, you know, tickling. It's just mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> just, so you, just so you know. <laughs> it's just you, you glaring at my big yeah. fat face over here. And you're like, tickle. tickle. <laughs> nice tickling of the dials. Like, what? What are you saying? Yeah. What did I sign up for? <laughs> yeah. Why is the door locked? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks, Matt, for coming. And you just what did like, you slip in my water? <laughs> She's I like, hope you guys noticed Matt? a deadbolt. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's seen Matt in like three days. Where did he yeah. go off to?
Yeah, that's terrible. Like, man, come, we're going to be doing a podcast. And it's just like, it just turns out to be some weird, horrible. Uh, Where do you uh, live? You oh, in a downside street in Kaluga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we live, it's right down that street where no one will ever hear you scream. You know that one way in, one way out road? <laughs> that's it right there. I actually, uh, the first podcast that I did, uh, instead of recording in uh, anyone's house, we rented out a storage unit. So when we first started inviting people to be guests on the podcast, like they're just like, why are you taking <laughs> me into a storage locker in the middle of the... Are, are you going to murder me? Is That's that what's cool. going on here? Yeah, and it know. only got worse when we started like letting other people use the locker. <laughs> because uh, one of the dudes that I hang out with, James, uh, he is yeah. this big uh, six seven Samoan dude. So it's like whenever we would have mainland comics that we're bringing on for a podcast, it's like they're being escorted by a giant into a storage facility. And they're just like, yep, going to die now. Yep. He's, He's the one James... who's going to block the door when I'm trying to run. Is this James going like, oh, just turn on that light on the inside of the uh, storage unit. Just go ahead and reach for it. Just, mm-hmm. No, just get in there. Get your hands <laughs> and your body deep inside that storage unit. The light's right there. Yeah. I'll just wait in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you just hear a slam and it shut. 